I really think we should have a legendary intro, like Friends, or Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Well, like different world, it's awful. But this isn't television. And we got no damn money. <laughs> Those guys talk. Yeah, to give you real insight from everyday man. Sports, politics, and a lot of randomness. And you know what? I keeps it real. We're the experts of nothing. Those guys talk. Welcome back, everyone. It's your favorite duo, Those Guys Talk, sitting here with my illustrious co-host. First of all, my name is Donald. Compare. Sitting here with my illustrious co-host. Nick Taylor. And we are coming back with an amazing episode for you guys. Um, I hope you guys are tuned in. It's the finale? Be a it's a finale. Okay. It's the finale. Season one has been so impactful. Um, this one, this topic one is not not more so of a question, but uh, of a recap. But I know you guys are loving to hear our, our producer and moderator's Albert's voice. So we're going to pan to him really quick uh, so he can set us up. Give me a recap of you guys' first season. Season one, Nick. It's it's been a journey. Yeah. Let's. We've been trying to get this off the on the road for a while now. We 2017. Always, and we always backpedal and not get into it and find a reason not to do it. And one thing 2020 has shown me is like you just have to go for it, but just do it. Like you really work on everything else that comes with it, the territory. But the, the main thing about, especially with life, is just starting starting things and getting it going. Once you get things going in life, then I mean. You just go from there. I mean, but the toughest part about it is getting it going. And I think we finally came around and like, okay, let's get get it on the road. We here, let's do it, and we did it. That's incredibly insightful from you, Nate Taylor. <laughs> Have you been drinking wine? <laughs> what's um, yeah, what's I'm, going on? I'm, a, I'm sipping on a little. Something. I love this side of you. The, the listeners don't get to hear this side from uh, you. A little something, something. So you know. Okay, we're not gonna shout them out because, as you know, they have not cut the advertising. Life is good. You know. yeah. Life is good. The wind is blowing. The wind is blowing. Uh, with that being said, we're gonna get a quick recap for you guys, those who have tuned on and became fans. The sun is shining. Uh, sun is shining. Uh, later in the episode, sun is shining. And sun is not shining for people in the Northeast right now. We, we discussed this last time. They are. And hitting. I said I don't care. Damn! I just want to shout out to everybody in my family, my friends in the Northeast right now that are being killed by that blizzard. There's about two feet of snow right now in the streets of Harlem, Brooklyn. Uh, all through throughout parts of New York, you guys stay safe. Bundle up. It's crazy. It's bro. a cold winter, no sweater. Let me turn my AC down. <laughs> oh my gosh, you gotta rub it in. First thing being said, um, we started this episode because we just got frustrated. We got frustrated because the bubble was happening, and you and I were out um, during COVID. Uh, with our PPE on, protective protection. Oh, I say, don't, don't put me out on no, 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 no. We like had our mask. Oh, on. Okay. We were. We, we had our mask. I'd be, be at home all the time. Yeah, we had our mask on. We were together, and we said we should be discussing the NBA bubble. And I just took initiative. I bought our mics. We set things up, and we we, we started our first. Episode. So you're taking all the credit. You no, 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 no. I we both. You deserve it. You, you definitely. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> and 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 we both said, who who can we align ourselves with to assist in this endeavor? Who is the dorkiest slash smartest person we know? Our moderator slash producer, Albert Abrams. Yeah. Um, when you guys, season two, you guys were going to be uh, panning into visuals and you guys will be able to see our amazing faces on YouTube and uh, other other video platform outlets. Uh, Albert is not what he seems physically. Uh, when you guys see him, don't be alarmed. 
<laughs> don't be alarmed. But he's not the nerdy guy that you would expect. Yeah, he is, bro. Once you get past him being eight foot three, you know, 300 pounds, he's a damn teddy bear. And our first episode was discussing the Miami Heat's loss and sports personalities. Um, is there anything you felt like you left off? Um, I gave the Heat a 40% chance to make it to the um, finals. And then I also said it was a 20% chance to win it since, you know, it's 40 to get there. Yeah. You know, cut that in half, 20 yeah. to win it, you know. I-, I see your logic. A lot of things have happened since then. <laughs> A few free agency. And I try to squint my eyes and look at the Heat roster and compare it to everybody else in the East and what's going on. And I'm like, shit, shit. I really um, put my foot, foot in my mouth on that one. Um, KD, KD looks KD great. KD looks good. Kyrie might be the only person that stops them because of his mouth. And then, well, KD's another person. They they go into their own heads sometimes, but they look good. They got a nice squad over there. Um, shit, Westbrook made it to Washington. Even though I don't think they're better than Miami, they still would give us, you know, some competition with him and Bill. Um, then they, you know, you still got Toronto, who's just a they just a, a stubborn team that just fights and fights the all day, and they just give you hell. I like Indiana. They're a deep team. I just like their starting five with some bonus coming back. T.J. Warren to score. Depot. You got uh, Brogan. You got uh, Miles Turner. I like their team. Like they're just a team that could could beat could beat a good team. We've also got Jason top five. Tatum as you call him. Shout out with Jalen Brown. We won't know what Kemba situation gonna be, but they added T, who's a viable point guard who would come in and kick it and I and forgot do, he was in the league. And do things, bro. He still can hoop. He can still hoop. He can still hoop. He can still hoop. And then um who else we got over there? We got um Shit, Philly, and I love Philly. I, I told you the other day, I got Philly coming out of the East. Yeah, you had um, a dream about them? Yeah, I said, um, anybody, if y'all want to place a bet, go to the bookies and put $100 down. Don't come back. If they don't win it now, don't come back at me. I'll just tell you my, what my dream said. It said that they were going to win it. You know, I had a good feeling, a good vibe, good vibration. The stars were aligned in my dream. <laughs> you know, all that good stuff that y'all women talk about. Oh, the stars aligned. And that's how I felt with Philly, with the roster they put together around their two stars of Ben Simmons and um. And MB, they got some shooters around. Danny Green, a vet. They got the Curry brother, who could shoot it from anywhere. And they got Shake Milton, who's also a 43% shooter last year from, from deep. So they finally fit their team around some players that can shoot, which was their problem. Like, Ben, ben not going to shoot me, somebody around him going to shoot. So I'm like, damn, Philly's my team. Yeah. Then I was like, damn, you know, we might get Giannis over here to Miami. Oh, Lord. He was signed back like, shit. So super max. Super max. I like that. I'm like, okay. No, we're, a, we're, huge, we're huge fans of He's that. a small market team. They get to get a stud that stays there. You know, let's see what they do. Wealth, you, know, and then, you know, you don't have to run and chase around like everybody else is doing. That's, you know, kind of tra- no problem with that, but I like somebody who like, hey, I'm going to try to win it in the city that, you know, I was at. The organization, they're getting me players. You know, they're trying to help out. They're talking to me. They're not doing like how they did LeBron. You know, LeBron wasn't getting no players. So, he, you know, he kind of was good with leaving. So, the East is crazy. So, I'm going to go back on that statement, he, I'm going to put it to a, a 20% chance because they're fighters and then a 5% chance to win the championship. Okay, that's reasonable. I'm, I'm going to go to one of um, my favorite moments of, of season one. 
our episode where we were discussing what would we do if we were NBA GMs. The reason I bring that up is because you changing your no, no, no. It's because the NBA is fucking crazy it's right just now. Fun, though. It's freaking nuts. It's fun. The James Harden saga is crazy. We our episode happened before all oh, that the trades. Oh, John Wall for Russell Westbrook. Yep. Because we were thinking that probably... You know, we, we had a lot of different scenarios. Yeah, but, going here, this and but that. But to find... To, to sit here on December 17th and, and, and look and say, Oh, wait a minute. The NBA landscape is exciting. It's super exciting for this season. Um, That's this, one. December 22nd? I can't wait. Two. League pass for a week. I hope they're still doing that. Um, I have a question for you, Nick. I'm going to switch it up a little Shoot bit. Shoot it at me, bro. What would you do if James Harden came back to your team? You're the, you're the Houston Rockets GM. And he came back to your team, and he looks like he ate little baby, the rapper that he was hanging with. He's uh, clearly physically overweight. He doesn't look engaged. He doesn't look like he wants to be there. But then you look at your roster and say, if he was just a fucking professional, they could make this work. You have a re-energized re- re- uh, DeMarcus Wall. Cousins. You have a focused John Wall. You have shooters. You have Kristen Wood. You legitimately have a better team than you did last year. Yeah. How would you feel? What would you do? What would you do with James Piggy Harden <laughs> right now? What would you oh, do? Oh, that situation is so fucked, bro. Like... I love I love James Harden game. I do. I love this game. But how he went about things, I'm kind of like iffy on it. But if I'm the GM, I don't know what the fuck to do because who who's gonna give me back something in return that matches up with what I what I should get for him? Like I'm giving you James Harden. I need something back in return that's huge. It's not probably not even equal, but shit. Yeah. He's a five. Can I get a four point five back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A four or a four at a least. A four and some 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 other things, you know, or a three point five. Now a young three point five. Now I'll call like Michael like Porter Jr. Yeah. That's a three point five who yeah. has potential. Book a huge up. potential. Yeah. So if I get some shit like that, maybe to align the wall, because and Demarcus looks amazing. He looks amazing. They added some size. To their team, I just don't understand. He must have some other problems that's going on within that organization because, from what I hear, they're giving him everything. And I would love to see him with John Wall. I would. And you, and like, you have insider information. You saw. You saw him. Right. I told you. I you told saw. You, I heard. I heard that this man is looking amazing. And then the first couple preseason games, he looks he amazing. Looks amazing. Looks fast. His shot is better than Westbrook, so yeah. he fits around better. He's more willing to pass, pass the, the ball, ball. than yeah. Westbrook and be like, okay, James, do your thing. And then you also got a big man now, so y'all don't have to play small ball. And how y'all did it last year? Y'all got Demarcus. Y'all got Christian Woods. And you still got Eric Gordon coming off the bench. I love their team if James Harden would acquiesce to what's going on and come back. I love your choice of words. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm reading the dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> the, the source, you know. I'm you know, getting my little game up, you know, so I'm like, I would love their team if James Harden come back, but this shit is looking so freaking awful it's right horrible. now, bro. And the situation he's not is engaged. He's not he engaged. He there. says it a little bit, but it's tough. Like, he walks in the practice, you're like, bro. You can't even bring it up because you don't want to be all up in his business. But I know John Wall and DeMarcus Lurie want to be like, hey, bro, come on, bro. 
Like just let's go like the first ten games, fifteen games. Let's try this. Let's see how it looks. After that, you can go back to management and tell your agent to talk to them, and then you could be out, bro. But let's let's see if we can make it. Give work it a chance, because I think that we have something special, and we could can we could compete in the West with anybody. Especially if Demarcus is going to be Demarcus, uh, at least eight percent Demarcus, ninety percent Demarcus. For me, I think I go back to this episode because I get frustrated. And I think, as you guys know, if you've been listening to more than one episode, I am a diehard Chicago Bulls fan. And we did what we've done in the last seven years. Absolutely fucking nothing. Nothing. Bro, you got Levine. We already had Levine. You saw Kobe White yesterday? We already had Kobe White. Oh, my God. (laughs) You saw Otto Porter? You saw Otto Porter? (laughs) I can't wait for um, season two when you guys can see our physical um, faces and our emotions and expressions. Bro, y'all are young team, y'all just gonna build through no, you, bro. Y'all no. not gonna grab somebody until y'all, until it don't make no sense to grab a star if y'all no, are it's not, not there. That. It's not that. We, every offseason, every free agency, we have capital. We're at the top always. Yeah, I got We never spend it wisely. That's I mean, my problem. People got to want to come there also. Shit. Listen, man. You Every team overpays for someone. Every single team overpays for someone. Whether it's setting up your future, whether it's for the present. Every team this year. Goran Dragic was overpaid on a one-year deal. We all know that. Uh, I want to say overpaid. He gives you 20 in. He just old. It, it, it looks overpaid because he's older. I would not fucking pay Goran Dragic $18 million. Yeah, yeah. Compared to what's going on around him, hell yeah, he gets 18. That, that's a lie. I would give him 25 in Chicago. That's a fucking he's, lie. He's a good player. He that. fits. Uh, but we just don't do... We don't make any moves. And that's why I'm always envious of your um, beloved Miami Heat because you have one of the smartest minds in all of sports Pat Riley he's always thinking about the next step but I will also say I don't think that deal with Bam was the right move Shit, I'm glad he got it as a black man. No, well now, now I look at it. I don't give a fuck because of course you're not gonna get Giannis. So. I just don't think. I don't think he's gonna live up to it. That's, just, um, that's my, my. What do you thought. What do you call living up to it? That's what 25 and, and, and 12. That's what I, think, I think. Cause I think. Because I think in order to get a max deal. At his position, so he should. He, these are the stats I'm looking at. Go ahead. I'm not even 25. I'm talking 22. Okay. 12 rebounds. Uh huh. And three blocks. Okay. So what if he gives you? Because this he's he's one of the best pa- passing big men. And he's extremely young. He's one of the yeah. best passing big men in the league. Yeah. So he averaged probably like five assists last year. So what if he gives you like six six point five assists, eleven rebounds, and nineteen points? He's worth it. Okay, I think I think I think that's doable for him. Absolutely, I watched him the other day against the Pelicans. He he had a jab step to a jump shot, and that's something if he continues, we add that to his game. We keep that in his game. I'm like, okay, wow. And then he had like a little. He came off like a down screen, and he just 
caught the ball off the screen and shot the jumper. I was like, okay, okay, bam. Okay, bam. I'll see you, boy. Like, hold okay. on, hold on. I'm, I, I got to tune into uh, a comment from social media as we just received. Uh, they're telling us how much they love the swipe five section that you created. One of the topics that they really, really love is when is too soon for sexting? Let's dive into that. That was one of their favorite topics from season one. And I think I'm, I may be paraphrasing. And yeah. You're saying, I think you said something along the lines. It's never too soon. It's never too damn soon. It depends on who you're dealing with. You know? If that person you're dealing with is with the is with it, with, with it, and excited, and excited, you and keep into you, yeah. you can just it's, send. It's only bad. A perfectly lighted dick pic. It's only bad. People only get mad at it when they don't like the damn person they're dealing with. People, girls are like, oh my god, he sent me this. He sent me this. Or that's because you didn't like him. Like I saw the meme where they're like, yeah, um, if Idris Elba said something, and then if Michael Blackson says something, it comes up in two different ways. Because you look at Idris like, okay. Either like damn girl you fine as fuck, and if Michael Blackson like damn girl you fine as fuck, ill. One comes off as damn you think I'm fine as fuck, and one comes off ill. Think I'm fine as fuck? Uh, don't talk to me. So it's all about perspective and how that how that goes about how you go about that part, bro. Like shit, have fun. I ain't mad at it. Shit, if I ain't mad, be glad. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that means. Oh my god! I, I love that you guys uh, embrace swipe five. We brought that in into episode four of season one. It was the brainchild of Nicholas Taylor. He came up one day and was like, "Donald, I have this amazing idea," and I was I was all for it. I'm glad that you guys have embraced it. I had to explain. You're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I, I, I was so confused, <laughs> so confused. But then it's just so my dog not in the swipe world at all. So you know? you're like, huh? uh, "It was." It's become a fan favorite. One of my other favorite topics. I don't, you know mean to get all the favorites but when we started to discuss favorite teen characters and we went in onto our super bad soliloquy oh yeah and we discussed how amazing and influential seth and evan have been in our lives including mclovin um uh deciding to not go with uh muhammad and picking (laughs) mclovin because muhammad's one of the most popular names in the fucking world uh and we realized how freaking genius these guys were and the movie was and, and, and and in fact so, yeah, that was one of my favorite episodes, man. That we had a chance to really embrace yeah, and, the and, brilliance and, of Superman. And it made me think about Project X when I saw Oh, my God. I happened to see Project X on freaking Saturday, bro. This this past Saturday. Um, I, I walk into the to Ray room, my boy, and he's watching the show. I'm like, damn. He's one like, of the, the family members of those guys. Yeah. Raymond. I, I, I say, damn. Shout out to Raymond. That look like Project X. So I just go in, I'm watching, I say, and I end up staying and watching the rest of the damn movie. And I'm like, damn, they really fucked that shit up. And I'm like, damn, how drunk did these kids really have to be to really do that movie? Because there's no way that they could have been, like, because they were really partying, bro. So yeah, there's no way they could have been sober. No way. They were definitely an influence. They, I think they really partied in that movie. Yeah. And they're like, oh, let's record these motherfuckers partying. And then we'll add a little flow to it and, yeah. and let it go. But that shit was lit, bro. And then they're like... They're telling me about damn. They had they did that. They actually did a party like that in Pembroke Pines, bro. I remember. I heard. Bro. I remember. It got shut down. Damn, Please. bro. Yeah. I Why I didn't get a fucking invite? <laughs> I would have been there and I'd have been down, bro. <laughs> they tried to recreate Project <laughs> and I ain't mad at it. I actually heard they were trying to recreate Project X all around America. There were parties popping up and the residential areas. Ecstasy. And- 
and a lot of different recreational <laughs> drugs. Um, do do we condone that? No, we do not. At those guys talk. No, but, but I wouldn't mind being in attendance for one of those parties. I would not mind being in attendance. Youngness, young Donald, or like the, the old guy that stayed across the streets who was married and came over to the party with them. And then, and then after when everything had blown up and he was on the interview with his wife and he he got that dumb look on his face like I don't know how I can't believe this should happen that bitch was right there at the party turned up with him I'm like hey because every young event has the old guy that's a fucking pedophile that just on wants to be pedophile. around the fun <laughs> he and he hates his home life and he wants <laughs> to be around the fun every old party every young person party has that one guy <laughs> We're like, do you see that guy in the corner? He looks 55. <laughs> he looks old as hell. Hey, dude, what school you go to? Huh? You know, I go to, uh, rah, rah, rah. That nigga starts saying, ah, rah, rah, rah. You're like, yeah, you lying, bro. We know you damn lying. You got your doctorates, right? Yeah, stop, 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 stop. You got your own practice. Yes, Relax. Bro. Nine to five. Oh, my gosh, you, 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 you be in bed because you got work in the oh. <laughs> Wow, bro. Uh, damn, bro. Uh, what else we had, bro? I, I I loved our Steph Curry oh, yeah. topic conversation. We, we were able to really give him his flowers. Yeah, and and, and let him know. Um, Did you see him the other night? He looks Ooh. like he is in pristine form. Effortless. Steph. He looks like he's in pristine form. So I don't I'm know excited. about the braids. It's kind of off for me, but it's a little I, I, different. I mean, they were clean. I think what happens to a lot of 30-year-olds, <laughs> because we're in our 30s. Uh, uh, you looked at me at that time, bro. I, you you kind of looked at me, bro. Sorry you if I gave you a mental look. We all try to capture as much of our 20s as possible or things that we didn't do in our 20s we're like why didn't we do that we'll try it like growing your hair no I, no see what happened with me getting tattoos you you have a guilty conscience but i wasn't discussing <laughs> okay. um Sorry. you as a topic right now i was talking about stuff curry getting tattoos uh dating someone out of your race <laughs> it, whatever you feel like i just didn't get to do i don't even know if it's that you just get older and you want to it's just or you just don't ride. care well. I think a lot of people, a lot of people, especially African Americans, you know, I think a lot of stuff that's going on in the world, it made people like want to be true to their roots or whatever, not or not feel like, oh, I have to do certain things a certain way because I should be accepted. However, yeah. So I think a lot of people grow their hair because of that, bro. Like, shit, you can't not have me in a job because my hair is not their little crew cut. Blah blah blah. Oh wow. So, so your reasoning is a more deeper intellectual. I just said that was my reason. I was just, just, just saying in general. Oh I, I, I just grew mine because I was getting the babies. My hair was growing up and the babies was filling me. I was like, yeah. And then I got back with my ex and my ex was like, Nick, I like your hair when you have the low cut and the and the beard all nicely shaped and yada yada yada. I'm like, okay, baby, I'll do it back for you. You know, we back together, you know, I'll make it work. But before I had literally just grew my hair for the first time since like since like I was twelve years old because I grew it at twelve. But if I go back to those pictures when I was twelve, it didn't it didn't come out so perfectly. So I was like, I'll never grow my hair again. And then I was going to football season. I was like, man, I ain't cutting my hair no more, bro. I got the season going on. I ain't got time for this. I'm trying to lock in. 
And then they started popping, I started sponging it. And the babies were like, ooh, nigga, cute. I'm like, yeah, you feel me? Then, so the babies are, are women who were attracted yeah, to you because was, of your hair. Bro. I was popping to bro. Okay. I was popping to you. Were, you were widely attractive to Yeah, that's popping to yeah. Okay. So, okay. Um, then I got that my ex. She's like, oh, I like your hair low cut. Do you think your ex were swaying you to cut your hair because of the newfound attention you were receiving? I don't want to throw her under the bus and say that's true. Let's or, not. Let's not do that. But, yeah. <laughs> I think down low-key, she was hating, bro. She was playing hate. Deep playing down. Hate her, bro. She was steering you to a direction. Yeah, like, let me bring him down. So if we go out, I can still be the main attention. I look good. He's okay. But then I'm popping too. They're going to be like, oh, he look good. You, how do you get him? Instead of them asking me, how did I get her? You were no longer the lucky one. Yeah, bro. She yeah, was the I, I lucky one. that's what had happened, okay, bro. Okay. And then we had broke back up. And I was like, damn, I cut my hair for no reason. <laughs> She owes me my girls back, bro. Like, all the girls that liked me before, she needs to go get them back, bro, and bring them back on a platter for me, bro. Like, nicely put them back where they were, bro. Like, rearrange it to back how it was before you made me get out of the game. Because I'm back in the game, coach. So, I grew my hair back. And then I ain't had no, nothing to worry about, no girls. So, my things just started growing. And now, here I am. I have, you know. There you are. Yeah, flourish. There you are. Flourishing, bro. Flourishing. Well, I'm glad that you've been able to um, harness your power through your hair. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a good, natural look. I might, I might cut it back one day because I was looking at some old pictures with the, with the low boy. I was popping into too then. You popping into too? Yeah, bro. Nice. I nice. might just be a handsome guy. You might just be... <laughs> The listeners will get to oh, see man. season two. Oh, man. They'll get to see season but, two. Hey, I'm looking forward to season two because we're also going to be, you know, on camera. On camera. And we're going to tap into more of, like, relationship type things. Because I, I thought it would be cool to go to earlier in this podcast. But, like, nah, let's wait till they see us because they got to see our faces on some of these relationship topics and how would it work with social media and relationships and and being married and and two com- completely different perspectives and conforming to women and different ways about going about life and how you deal with women or how women deal with guys I'm ready to dive into those things because I got, I got some things to get off my mind off I, my chest my I chest. want you to do that and I, the great thing about season 2 we will be bringing on guests family and guests we call our guests family. You're right. We're gonna bring bringing on family. Yeah, we got we got quite a. We few have some people. great people coming on to discuss the y'all wide range of. Y'all gonna have some shit. I like, hope you are ready. Y'all gonna have some shit. I'm like wow. And I'm like yeah. Yeah, that I'm used to. I heard it before. That's life. That's life. Because people people move differently. Very differently. Because everybody's grown now, bro. And and, and, and you're gonna do what makes you happy yes. nowadays. You're so you're so. The times have changed where you're like, oh, I'm trying to please everybody. The times have changed. Yeah. People are doing shit for themselves. You should. I think I'm going to end uh, part one by oh, saying... Well, I'm going to say one thing. One, okay. thing. one thing, my bad. Life is meant to be happy, bro. The pursuit of happiness. So... At all times. Do whatever the hell you want to do. You got to do to be happy because you only get one life. As far as I know. You go to sleep by yourself and you wake up by yourself. As far as I know, you only got one life. So you better make the most of the shit. That's all I got to say, bro. That's all. That's all for me. Let me sit my drink. With those wise words, I want to uh, 
end part one by saying, listeners, I want you guys to do one thing for us. Those guys talk. Try to be less judgmental to people in your life. Oh, that's a good one. Try to be less judgmental, man. Damn. Because you have no idea what people go through. Yeah. And to piggyback off what my, my, my co-host Nick said, happiness is all we're chasing. If it's funding that makes you happy, if it's your vehicle, if it's women, if it's men, whatever it is. Hashtag happiness. Happiness is the pursuit, and that's what we want to obtain. And everyday happiness, the definition of it changes for people. Yeah, I mean, and, and don't, that's okay. don't let nobody stop your happiness. Don't let anyone do that. Because people do try to do it all the yeah. time. Because there's people that's walking around miserable, like, oh, this world. Like, and I want everyone else How? to be that How? Way. Why? People are just, some people are just. Some people are happy, miserable. Like, and it's the strangest <laughs> thing ever. That, that makes them, like, they find a reason to be, like, miserable. Let me, let me just be miserable for my life. I'm not mad today. I want something to happen to make me mad. I want to make somebody else miserable. Wait, it's, it's a strange thing. Like, but, um, I'm good. I don't, need, I don't want to be miserable. Yeah, keep your miserable ass away from this. <laughs> uh, with that being said, we will see you guys shortly for your favorite part of the show, Swipe 5. Swipe 10 today, dog. Swipe 10. No, I'm just joking. Okay, We're Swipe good. 5. You guys, we'll, we'll, we'll get back soon, get your favorite uh, snack or uh, beverage, and we'll hear back from you in a second. Welcome back, everyone, to your favorite part of our episode, Swipe 5. I hope you guys have all the beverages you need to get through the remainder of the episode. Nick, what do you like to say, Swipey? Um, let's get this thing started and rolling, bro. Okay. All right. The NBA investigating the way the Clippers got Kawhi. Swipe left. First of all, we all know there's shady characters involved when big money transactions are involved. Stop, NBA. What are you, what are you going to do? Veto the trade? A year later. A year later. Okay, okay. 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 Um, Nick, Drew Brees starting this Sunday. I, I don't like it. So I'm saying, okay. Um, I don't. He had 11 broken ribs, bro. I, I can only imagine how hurtful and painful that was. Um, give him some time to rest. But I know how important it is to get that number one seed. But shit, if he if he gets hurt in, the, in getting that number one seed, then it's all for naught. So you might as well take your chances with Tatum. You're going against the best team in the league anyway. So the probability you're probably not going to win anyway. So I'll let Tatum roll out there and see what happens. All right. The Houston Rockets without James Harden. Um, I don't like it. I'm swiping left. I, I I want them to be there, bro. I think they have a nice team. I'm loving their team around him. I like Christian Woods last night. He, he balled. Yeah. He showed that he could be a, a a person that could contribute to the to the roster to the team, along with Wall and and how Cousins is looking so slim with with Eric Gordon still. You still got PJ Tucker doing the dirty work. You add Harden to that roster, and I think they could contend. In the West, I think they can get the Lakers to run for their money. I think Harden should stay there. Okay. Um, KD is back to full form. Swipe right. Um, I think the only thing standing in, K- in KD's way is Kyrie Irving. Uh, but I think people, uh, we are all prisoners of the moment. And people forget about a year and a half ago, the consensus best player on the planet was Kevin Durant. And I, I felt that way. 
Uh, I think a lot of people agreed with me. So to see him back to full form, get the you know the jitters out. I'm gonna be excited to see those guys contend for the Eastern Conference Finals. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. So Nick, last but not least. Kyrie being Kyrie. I don't even know what the fuck that means. It's like nothing, bro. What the fuck does that even mean, bro? I'm tired of it. He is every day is something with this kid, bro, and I'm just tired of it, bro. I just like I don't like that whole shut up and ball thing that that came out before. But Lord have mercy, kid, just play basketball, cause it's every day is something. It's like like there's nothing about you that that's progressing the the, the world, bro. Like everything that comes out your mouth is. It's taken out of you. You said it's taken out of context, but you want to put the context out there for to be taken out. Like I'm just tired of them, bro. Just, ah, Jesus. Are you not? You not? Are, are you not as enlightened as Kyrie? Maybe. Maybe, maybe I'm not. Bro. Maybe I'm not on his, you know, on his mental state, bro. Maybe that's why I don't see him that way, bro. I just want to hoop, bro, because the kid can ball. But then you hear him talking like, bro, I'm just sick of you, bro. And I know he rubs other people the wrong way. They've been reporting he rubbed other people the wrong way. Don't fuck it up over there in New Jersey, bro. Don't do it. I mean, Brooklyn, my yeah. bad. Don't fuck it up in Brooklyn, bro. I got a good thing going. Ride the gravy train, bro. Roll it out, man. Keep it going. With that being said, your favorite part of our episode, Swipe 5, has come to a conclusion. Uh, this is your last chance to get your final beverage and your snack and tune in to part two of episode 10. This is season finale of season one. Check back with you guys. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you guys got your favorite snacks, your favorite alcoholic beverage. If you're under 21, shit, what mine's uh, at? You, I thought I, I thought I, you didn't make me a drink, bro. I'm sorry, I did not make you a drink. Okay, continue as you were. Um, would you like a juice box <laughs> for all the all the listeners under 21? I hope you get your favorite water and favorite juice box or um. Alkaline water as the kids are drinking today. Whatever you're into, uh, I'm I'm playing double duty because our producer slash co-host uh, Albert Boozer Abrams unfortunately hurt himself. Nick, would you like to tell the listeners how he hurt himself? Uh, I, uh, I can't even elaborate on what that kid does sometimes, bro. Sometimes <laughs> it's just dumbfounded the things that he does to hurt himself, bro. But like. Literally, the dude was just running. You know, he's out there getting his shape, staying in shape, getting fit, doing his thing. And then I come back, and he's all walking all with a wobble. It's like, what's going on, big, big, big guy? I, I tweaked my back, bro. I'm like, ah, oh, man, I can't move. So. Yeah, guys, it's just us today, bro. Listen, listen, I know you you guys had him for the first part of part one, so if there's any confusion, um, (laughs) we had to break down both parts into different days because um, Albert unfortunately hurt himself. And our our intermission where we went to do other things, uh, he wasn't able to complete the episode. So... um, when you guys get a chance to see him in season two, episode one, feel free to leave in the comments that uh, he messed up the flow. Feel or, free to do. Or wish him well, guys. Or wish him well. Shit. Wish him well. <laughs> uh, with that being said, we're gonna hop into the last topic of season one. Um, I think if for all film fans out there, you're gonna appreciate this one. Nick. X and X X type of no, no, not those films. Well, not. Not adult films. Oh, okay. Not, what film are talking about? We are talking about theatrical oh, films. Oh, films okay. that you would see at 
wholesome theaters, Why not did adult in the first place? theaters. Why did you say that in the first place? Did you place? take the wrong notes? Uh, Were you thinking of other uh, uh, film stars? Yeah, let me get this one about. Okay, me. we'll give me, let me two, get me a Khalifa. Oh, right um, let me give you two minutes to scratch out your favorite. Uh, oh my lord! That, that, oh that we're, my, we're not talking about that. We're gonna Ooh. ease back into the topic. Nick, what films that were slated to come out in 2020 that have been pushed back to 2021? Are you looking forward to? Um, let's see. The number one one I'm gonna roll with, bro, is um, Candyman. Great, great choice. Yes, because Candyman is a movie that we all grew up on as a kid, and it was a great movie. Like probably like four, it was 1992. But you watched it over and over again on TV, on numerous you know channels that they put on now, and. I don't know why I want to watch the new movie because I'm still batshit scared from the fucking first movie, bro. Like, we had, we had, we had Todd in there as the, as, as the main guy, Tony Todd, and he played a phenomenal role. And to this day, whatever show he's in, I still see him as Candyman. And he has me still scared. He's a big 6'5" black dude with a fucking hook in his fucking head. He goes around and he's just ripping people apart. And I like, why are you going in the mirror and saying this man name five times to bring him apart? Because you I, heard I, about I, it. Like, I have was, to ask a question. In the, in the, in the, did, you know, did you ever do it? Did you close the lights, I, go to the bathroom, and say his name? I did it. I did it. I did it. <laughs> I did it. But I did it. I only said it three times. I, I, I didn't have the guts to say it five times. I said it three times. And I was in my bathroom, and I, and I ran the fuck out. I, I, excuse my language. Let me stop cussing today. Um, yeah, I ran out, bro, because... I was terrified. This dude in a trench coat rolling around the town of, course, Chicago. <laughs> in the lovely city of Chicago, they got a freaking crazy killer on the loose. But there was reports of, you know, of killing going on around the community that people were like, they didn't know who to attribute it to. And then there were reports as, you know, there's some crazy guy going around and he's, he's doing murders. But it was really true. Like, you said the guy named five times, some little white person's in there, Candyman, 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 Candyman. And then he pops up and all hell breaks loose. They're not there anymore. So I'm looking forward to the new one that's coming out for, I don't know why, what reasons, but um, they got Jordan Peele doing it now, bro. They got Jordan Peele doing it, and he's pretty good at movies. Yeah, he's at he the forefront the, um, of He did the last movies. one. I forgot that was really popular that came out. Uh, with the uh, people that look just like yourself. Us. Us. There we go. So he, he did that one. So I'm interested to see how he's going to flip this one around. He has, uh, um, I don't know how to pronounce the guy's name, bro. Yaya Abdul-Mateen the second. There we go. He played in um, Aquaman. He was in Aquaman. Aquaman. He's pretty good. He was in a a really good show called Watchmen on HBO. Okay, I never saw that. You should check that out. I'm really intrigued to see how he's going to portray the role. And is the movie going to be scary again? And am I going to be 
dumb enough to go in my bathroom and say it five times this time. Do I have to? If I say it five times this time, that means he didn't do a good enough job in that damn movie because I wasn't scared enough to go in my bathroom and do it. So that's that's one of the main movies I'm looking forward to see this this um the next year, bro. That will push back. Oh, Tell me when you got these. Uh, one at the top of my list is King Richard. King Richard is the story of Richard Williams, Serena and v- Venus Williams' father. Okay. They're illustrious trainer slash coach slash everything. The, it's the being, man. Yes. He's being played by Will Smith. Whoa. Yeah. Will always takes the great the, the Yeah, great man. He, he doesn't play around. He picked the great one. Muhammad, he did. He did the most. He did, did no. He did Ali. He did. Um, he did a couple yeah, really, really great ones. You, bro. Um, he was amazing in pursuit of happiness. Yeah. You know, but this one I'm excited for because I think most of us know the story of Serena and Venus Williams. We know they came from Compton. We know that they're. <laughs> oh my lord! Uh, they were coached by their father. Their father. Um, Made their family made the sacrifice to move to Florida, and then the rest is history, you know. But we never got a chance to really see the trials and tribulations. Imagine playing tennis in the hood. There's no tennis courts. Like, they, where were they playing? Where were they playing? Like, I've always thought of that. On the football field. Like, where were they playing? On the football field. I I don't know. So I'm I'm maybe, you know. I'm really excited to see. This story because one we know Will's gonna bring it to life. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of tear jerking, <laughs> a lot of sniffles in the room, uh, and I just wanna I wanna learn uh, new aspects of their life that I didn't know before. Okay, because films are gonna always when they're autobiographical they're gonna bring out some new nuggets that you weren't uh, you really exposed I heard to. Megan Thee Stallion is playing Serena. I I I would no, co-sign that. I didn't hear that. But you didn't hear that. I thought about it, like who, I would who, love who could play Serena. I and mean, I was thinking about the body, and I was like, damn, maybe Megan. Yes, she could act. I don't know, but she definitely got the body, yada, 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 yada. I've heard she has strong knees. Yeah. I've heard she has strong knees. So, um, <laughs> so I'm interested to see. I, th- I think the film is only highlighting them as throughout their youth years so we'll see but I'm interested to see who's going to play young Serena young Venus you know um, one of their siblings was unfortunately murdered in Compton Um, that happened like later on yeah so I I just want to know like you know what parts of that they show in the film and and, you know it's always great to see an amazing illustrious story of um, African American people you know and then they're doing it the right way they got one of the top Stars, so we're gonna get people to go see it, and I, I think you know if you're gonna tell this story, man, do it well, and I think um they're gonna do it well, so I'm excited for that one. That's a good one, bro. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to um Godzilla versus Kong. That's supposed to drop in um 2021. Godzilla versus Kong. Okay. It's a battle of you know the reptile versus the gorilla. Um. I don't know how Kong's gonna pull this one out. Cause um Godzilla's big as shit. Pretty damn huge. Um but I think they will have um they have a great story behind it. They got two of the um most historic creatures growing up. At least for a long time. Like Godzilla's been running China or wherever he's from, Japan. Um, Kong been running, you know, the last time we seen him, he was falling off the Empire building. Yeah. Getting shot up. So he came back to life. 
No, no, they did another Kong movie with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, that's the one they're picking up from. Yeah, so they're, yeah. they're building from that one. Yeah. Not the Naomi Watts one. Yeah, yeah. so Godzilla versus Kong. That's going to be a good I'm one. real interested in the battle. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I want to see it. Who, who you got your money on? Um, I kind of read the trailer. That you <laughs> I'm not gonna tell anybody. Okay, don't do that. Don't ruin it for the fans. Uh, One I'm also extremely excited for. Did you see Quiet Place? No, I did not. Wow. You have to see Quiet Place. Nobody wanted to go. Um. Wow. Nobody. Nobody. I asked. You're an attractive young man. You couldn't get anyone to go watch Quiet Place with this. Must have been a bad week. Oh wow. Uh, well, Emily Blunt and her husband, John Krasinski, uh, made the film. It's about a family trekking along through this terrain in America. And there's these huge mutants on a rampage. So the place isn't quiet at all. At all. <laughs> well, it has to be because they are attracted to sound. Oh. These so, creatures. So you have to be quiet. You have to be quiet. Damn. And unfortunately, one of their children has a, a disability. So it's it's harder oh, to... No, no, they would have died, unfortunately. <laughs> they would have died. But um, the amazing thing about it is, unfortunately, one of them don't make it. One of the parents don't make okay. it. One of the parents sacrifices himself for the rest of the family. Very noble of him. Um, but the woman ends up having a, a child, like okay. a small baby. That's smart. So, part two picks up with her and her children That's and this newborn on the run from these mutant creatures with the baby. And babies are not quiet. Yeah, I don't know. How so, I'm super excited to see how this goes because I love Emily Blunt. Yeah. I loved her since The Devil Wears Prada. So, um, I'm excited to see how this one turns out. This, uh, you know what? I might need to watch the first one. You might have to watch the first one. You might have Maybe to. Maybe Redbox. Maybe somebody would want to watch it with me. Maybe. Just maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I got another movie. But I'm going to get into that movie later, though. Okay. Because I got a TV show that has a, this, like a part five to it. Money Heist. Money Heist? You never watched Money Heist? Of course I want I watch Money Heist. Well, There's a part five? It's dropping in 2021. Wow. Yes, bro. The and all the game. I didn't know you were that cultured that you watched Money. I'm so sorry for disrespecting wow, you. Disrespecting me, bro. But Money Heist is an amazing show. Yes, it's not a movie, but it's sort of kind of. It's like I feel like it's parts. Yeah, I feel like it's parts. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. take it as a TV series. I take it more of a a movie that has parts. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I cannot wait to see what the professor going to oh, do. Seriously. He got some heat seriously. on the streets. You call that heat? I, I feel like it's the sun. That's that. That's <laughs> what's it's on his neck. Oh my lord! Oh my lord! The little, the little pregnant lady won't give up. Like let let the professor get away it's... in the in the game. She, but the professor always wiggles his way out. Of he does, man, and it's and it's, it's actually a bit um exciting to it's, see too. It's like how the hell did he get, get out, out of this one? That. How did he get out of that? 
I won't be surprised if the the lady who busted him is on his side all along. Because he always is a step ahead. I mean, that's probably not going to happen. But just because how he rolls, he's always a step above. Like, who's that smart? That's what makes you, you, when you watch it, you're like, who's that smart? The professor is professor. It's it's oh wow. That's that that's actually an amazing pick right there. I'm ready I'm ready for that one. That's an amazing but pick. But a movie that's actually gonna drop um the Hitman White Bodyguard. Oh my lord. Yeah, Did you watch the first one? Yes, I watched the first one. Samuel Jackson, uh, the, the dude Ryan Reynolds. Salma Sa- Hayek. I was just about to say Salma. Oh my god. You know how I love Salma. Salma can have all my lunch with <laughs> me. All of it. She can get a Capri Sun with that, a donut. Chips, flaming hot. Whatever she wants. All my lunch money. Love Salva. Loved yeah. her for like 25 years. Pickle eggs. What she, Pickle. what she want? I got it, baby. Have all my lunch money. I'm not eating today. You can have it. You got it. You got it. Oh my God. King Kane. Oh man. Samuel Jackson in that film was amazing. Yep. Uh, Ryan Reynolds was great in it. He, he, I love one of the parts in part one where he was like, I forgive you, Amelia. You forgive me? <laughs> and Samuel Jackson's character, King K, was like, so you you told a woman you forgive her? Yeah. You're you're a jackass. You're, a, you don't know women. You, 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 know, you know Samuel put his own spin on it. That man, he's been in a, a, a Thor movie. He's, he's still, I think he's like the highest grossing movie. Highest grossing actor of all time. Of all time. Of all time. That's, that's an I mean, amazing accomplishment. You, you, you tack in him. Shout out to Samuel. Sam, Sam has been a, Came a, long way. a trailblazer for a very long time. Came a long way. Oh, yeah. He played crackheads. Crackheads. He played crackheads. You know what I'm saying? So I want to shout him off for doing that, coming so far. But no, that that's an amazing pick. I'm interested in that movie and see how they're gonna spin it from the last one. Yeah, where did it go from here? That, that's my thought. Where did it go? Where's the storyline? But part one was so. That's why amazing. we don't write, bro. Because we just we gonna watch it. Because we definitely couldn't write it. I couldn't write that. So I could write a comedy, but I couldn't write that. You write a comedy? Not an action thriller comedy. Just a regular... Just a comedy. I could write a comedy. Like a Superbad. I could write a Superbad. I'm talented enough. Okay. You know that. Okay. Uh, one I'm looking forward to... And unfortunately, it's been pushed back and 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 pushed fucking back. <laughs> Avatar Part 2. Avatar. The reason I say that is um, I just purchased a new television in my home. Oh, so you, um, you just want to watch it? No, 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 no. I just want, I want to say this. You know what I'm saying? For DHK, all the, all the bells and whistles, all the things you kids talk about in the mm-hmm. tech world. My television set has it. Yeah. 70 inch. It's amazing, right? So I watched Avatar on it. Yeah. Just because the kid at Best Buy said, hey, hey, young man, hey. The first movie. The first film you should watch is Avatar. I said, Adam, why? That was the kid's name. Adam. Adam, why? He's the colors. You have to test it. He said, he said Donald, when you get a car, you, you, you test it, right? Yeah. You, you put the pedal to the metal. I said, yeah, Adam, of course. <laughs> the, the best way to test this is to... The most visually impactful film yeah. is Avatar. Mm-hmm. I said, all right, Adam, I'm going to go home and check it out. A couple of weeks went by. <laughs> so, whatever, chilling. I'm in, I'm in the kitchen, and I thought of Adam. 
no homo, but I thought of Adam and Adam saying to me, watch Avatar. It was a free night. Um, I said, let me turn on Avatar. Uh, I had one of my favorite snacks. I'm not going to shout them out because they have not cut the advertising check. And I had uh, uh, Malbec wine. Won't shout out the brand. And I put on Avatar. Have you ever heard of an eyegasm? You had an eyegasm? I had an eyegasm. I'm kind of thinking that you just made that word up. Maybe. Okay. But I had an eyegasm. I kind of could figure out. What it meant. Okay. I had an eyegasm watching Avatar. It was like I saw it for the first time. I I felt like I saw... Sound. Sound in real life. (laughs) I felt like I saw her in real life. So, I'll give you a quick backstory. I saw Jennifer Lopez in like 2010 yeah. when I was a young lad working at the front desk of a whole very fancy hotel. Uh-huh. You might have visited once or eight times. Okay. Um, <laughs> Jennifer Lopez walked by yeah. with Mark Anthony. I didn't even know Mark Anthony was there. <laughs> but he was. But he was there. Because I just froze and I saw. You remember Dave Chappelle episode and he said the, the man had had the the halo. Yeah. The aura. The aura. Prince had the aura. J Lo had the the aura. And I was like, is this? Do you look like this all the time? What soap did you use? Because your face it just didn't make sense to me. It didn't make sense to me. That's how, that's I had the same. Um, stunned feel. Oh, remember when I saw um, Avatar? Megan Good. When yeah. did you see the amazing Bro, Megan Good? Remember when we used to work at Cheesecake Factory? And we I worked said at she, Cheesecake Factory. And I said, this was maybe 15 <laughs> years ago. And she pulled up with the guy she was dating at the time, a former football player. Okay. And I was just like, I ran to the bathroom. I called you. I said, make it good as him. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like 19 at that time. And she, she winked at me. She winked at you? No. He <laughs> <laughs> got cab dreams. <laughs> Hope <laughs> Yes, I'm very because I wasn't a big fan of Avatar One. Maybe I was young and I, I hate 3D movies and I watched it in 3D. See, I didn't watch it in 3D. I watched it in 2D. I've never been a fan of 3D, but I love the director James Cameron. James Cameron is the person behind Terminator One and Two and Titanic. Okay. Uh, Titanic. Fun fact: Titanic was the first film I saw in movie theaters. Yeah. First film, I was probably 10 years old. It came out in 97. So okay, okay. It was like the first film I saw in movie theaters. And I'll never forget, my mom was like, we're going to go see Titanic. I said, why do you want to see this movie? This is so I, I was, I was, it was being ta- taught to us that this was like a girly film. First of all, I was already a fan of... Leonardo DiCaprio from Basketball Diaries, the yeah. movie he was in. So when I saw him, I was like, oh, my dude. 
But then the film was like really he good. Dude. Yeah, he was my dude. I was I was a fan of Leonardo DiCaprio. I was a huge fan of Leonardo DiCaprio. I felt like I did. I felt like we, we, we had this kindred spirit. And um growing up and like in the high school years, uh, they called me the black Leonardo DiCaprio. Um nobody called you. <laughs> were you there? No. Damn, we were there. Nobody called you. No, I wanted Not to say one person. Damn, okay. Okay. Um Damn. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, my bad. Okay. I'll okay. mess up your story. So, 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 yeah, I fell in love with Kate Winslet. Uh, uh, the sex scene that they had in the car. And I could tell she was like, that was her first time having sex. And I remember saying, damn, my first time having sex is going to be this whimsical. <laughs> and it's going to be trumpets playing. And it's going to be in a fancy car. It was not like that. But I won't blame James Cameron and Titanic for that for that image. But it was, it was just an amazing, amazing movie. And then after that, it was just like hits us with Avatar and it was visually just the most amazing thing I, I, I ever saw so um, so yeah, Avatar 2 is yeah, going to be one I'm, I'm in the theaters say. I'm in the theaters yeah okay. yeah I'm in the theaters for that one I got you I got you um, I don't have too many more that I'm really enthused to see I mean I guess one for the kids we could go see or whatever not you know or just one that for us back in the days Tom and Jerry is coming out with one I don't know if they're going to do it like all the new cartoon shows is, you know, people are looking more real and real, like a real damn yeah. mouse and a real cat acting or how they're going to do it. But Tom and Jerry, I kind of want to see it. You know, it's fascination of Tom and Jerry okay. chasing the other one. Don't catch him. Might be a little funny, just like Sonic was funny. Sonic ended up being a really funny a film. A really good movie. Really, really That was like one of the last movies I, I think I've seen before. In theaters? Yeah. Wow. Bef yeah, before everything shut down, I think Sonic was it. Sheesh. Damn, 2020 was a rocky. Very rocky. A rocky, yeah. Uh, I want to throw one last one in before we wrap this part. Uh, for season one, Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson's yes. uh, standalone film. I've been waiting for her. That. I've been waiting for her to have her own standalone film. She's such a integral part of the Marvel universe, so Scarlet. she deserves her own film. And we get a chance to really see how she became Agent Romanoff. We don't really know much about her. Yep. We don't know her, her, and um, uh, a lot of these people. How did? Samuel Jackson's character find her. You know, we know how it is in the comic books, but we know a lot of times they don't follow. It's been so yeah. long, I don't even remember the movie, bro. And her and Hawkeye have such this close relationship. Like, how is that possible? How do you know his children? It's just it's just a lot of to, aspects to, uh, of this. To, uh, um, that we're going to be able to see it, actually. Yeah, you know, and how they tie that in into the next... Um, Parts of the Marvel, Marvel Universe, you know. So I'm I'm excited for that, man. She got the red hair. I I in the in in the trailer I saw she had red hair. Yes. You like the red hair? Yes. I'm a fan of the red hair as well. She, she rock it. She she wears it well. Yes, she, she wears does. it well. Uh yeah. So with that being said, I hope you guys have your own picks for your favorite films. Uh, to your, that's on your bucket list for 2021. Um, and please, you know, do some research. She's talking about movie films. Yeah, not, not like the, I came in here, guys. Yeah, because I came in here with the wrong thoughts. With the wrong thoughts. Sheesh, sheesh. Uh, and do some research because maybe some of your favorite films have been pushed back from 2021 to 2020. <laughs> Some of your favorite films have had to uh, halt production. Nicole Bexy. Well, I don't know who these actors are. <laughs> Maybe they're in Avatar 2. Uh, you might want to Google them. 
Uh, but yeah, with that being said, I hope you guys have an amazing end of your year. Uh, check back for us season two. We will be on screen on YouTube. You'll be able to listen and watch. And I know you guys are super excited for that. We always keep it. We keep We are the experts of nothing. We are tuning out. Episode 10. Oh, my Lord. Bye, you guys. Nick, I think we were phenomenal today. We were pretty damn good. Could we be better? We could be. But I want to be I Am Legendary. (laughs) Tune in next week for the therapy session. Those guys talk. I don't know. Remember, I keep still real.